Welcome to Side Conversations of Marketing, Management, and Money. Yes, our podcast is all things small business, but in these side conversations, we deviate a little bit and we might go into politics, religion, social, economics, or health, whatever we feel like talking about. So if you're interested in learning a little bit of our take on other issues, welcome to Side Conversations. Well, welcome everybody to another sideline of uh, marketing, management, and money. Uh, today, we're going to talk a little bit about, and just uh, every year about this time of year, we have people come and ask us questions about business valuation. So we thought this would be a fun one to do a sideline on where we don't get in depth in it. And, and after kind of discussing that maybe we want to do it, I think we are going to do an in-depth one, but we thought we'd have a little bit of fun with this one for the kind of the end of the year, people thinking about really, uh, you know, what is my business value? What is it worth if I want to look moving forward or making other decisions? And and so we're probably going to just uh, talk about major do's and don'ts and things to watch out for I, and not I, get into the details. I don't even know if we're going to get into do's and don'ts. <laughs> like I'm just going to rant about all the stupid things that I've seen people do with business valuation. Uh, and like you said, we're going to do so uh, we're, we're, we're going to do some good financial uh, episodes uh, this time of year. And one of them is we'll do business valuation and we'll get into all the calculations and like what to do. But this right now, this side conversation, <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to rant because like, <laughs> but business valuation is just one person who's clueless trying to sell to another person who's also clueless. And, you know, they're, they're trying to put numbers behind it. So that my, they, my favorite is always when it comes to business valuation is always when there's two partners and one wants out. Those are my favorite ones by far <laughs> because they're so ugly at every level. And, and, uh, and then you try to, cause they, you know, and at that point in time, they want uh, a, a business valuation and it's always the partner who's trying to sell out because then they want the highest value so they can get the most out of it to recoup, you know, their investment in it. But at the same time, um, they don't want to pay anything for a legit valuation. You know what I mean? To have it validated so, by a third party. I, I just bought a car this last weekend. Right. And it was for, so I've got one son in high school. I've got another son who's going to start driving in about a year. So I wanted to buy something cheap. Uh, yeah. I'm like, these kids are going to beat the crap out of this, you know, yeah, the high school parking lot. When, not if. Yeah. And so I'm like, I'm not spending a lot of money. So I was going to some interesting car dealerships to kind of check some stuff out. Right. <laughs> so I had up at this one car dealership. So <laughs> we're, 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 we're sitting there. And uh, we're, we're, we're looking at really compact cars. We ended up buying a Toyota Yaris, if you know what that is. Okay. Yeah. Like, it's it's small. It's yeah. very small. So anyway, so we go to the dealership, and uh, I, I show up, ask the guy. I'm like, hey, uh, you know, you got a Toyota Yaris listed. I want to check it out. And he looks at me. He's like, you don't want to buy it. It's garbage. I'll show it to you, but you don't want to buy it. I'm like, what? <laughs> What is this? So ironically, there's another guy actually looking at this and the owner is grumbling about how crappy this car is. Though He's like, this is this, like, I'm not even going to sell this to you, but if you want to look at it. So the other guy's, you know, turning his head like, uh, do I want to buy this? <laughs> so anyway, so he ends up, ends up showing us this, uh, this Hyundai accent and I open it up and the interior looks bad, like looks really bad. Right. It's got water, like the seat is wet. Oh. Yeah. yeah. 
right? Ooh. And so, so I say to the guy, I'm like, um, yeah, do you know why that seat's wet? He's like, and he puts his hand down. He's like, it's not wet. And I'm like, no, 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 like right here, it's wet. He's like, oh, yeah, that is wet. I'm like, I don't know. He's like, someone probably left the window down. Windows up right now, but <laughs> hey, whatever, you know. So I, I tell him, I'm like, go ahead and pop the hood. I know I'm not buying this car, you know, because I'm like, uh-uh, I'm not going to buy it if it's wet on the interior. Um, but I'm like, go ahead and pop the hood, and I'll look at this. So he pops the hood, right? This thing is immaculate. Immaculate. looks brand new. Now, mind you, the car wow. we're looking at, I think it was a 2010, so it's like 12, 13 years old, okay. right? And I look at this engine, it looks brand new, brand new. And I'm thinking to myself, something's up. This is weird. So I started looking at it closer. He had spray painted black some of the parts to make them look (laughs) brand new. (laughs) And so, you know, he said, he's like, look, this is how we do business here. He's like, we fix the engine. We make the engines run perfect. Uh, That's why we're so cheap. I'm like, you are cheap. You're listed very cheap, you know. Uh, he's like, we don't do anything with the interior. One of the cars that we looked at on his lot, I, my wife was still wanting to check out. I'm like, I'm good. And she's like, well, let's check out the ones we were going to see. I'm like, okay, if you want to look at them, fine. It had a cupcake wrapper in the back seat. I'm like, dude, just like at least. <laughs> he didn't even clean it out. He didn't even clean it out. You know, I'm like, is it that hard to run a vacuum? You know, but so when I look at business valuation, it, it, what's so funny is you and I are laughing about this one because we're like, this is exactly what business valuation feels like some days. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. everyone's looking at us going, how are you even comparing this one? And we're just dying back here. <laughs> well, that's the thing is business valuation. You're looking under the hood of the business. You're you're goodness. opening up. And just like me, I don't know much about cars. And so I, when I look under the hood, this is kind of funny. Like I'll... You know, I'll, I'll like pull on the belt and I check the oil and stuff like that. And, you know, and my wife's always like, is this a good car? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know anything. And, and that's how people are when it comes to business. I show them the financials and I'm like, I wouldn't buy this. And they're like, why? I'm like, well, this and this, this and this and this. And they're looking at it like, uh, but I love the color. I don't see it. Yeah. But I love the color. <laughs> I love the color. <laughs> it's in the right neighborhood. Exactly. No. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> so, so, so this is a side conversation so we can have a little bit of fun. What, give, 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 give me a good business valuation story. Oh, Gads. Gads, um, how old are you? <laughs> Uh, I have gray hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Gads <laughs> proved it. <laughs> oh. um, uh, well, my horror stories are always tied to um, uh, someone looking to retire. They've had a small business or a, you know, or a cottage industry type business. Mm. They now want to sell it off to get something out of it. Um, meet with them, run them through some exercises. Here's some general you know, valuation principles that we have to follow to get this one. Uh, get to the end of it. Um, they give me some numbers and then I, I've learned not to ask in the, I've learned to ask this one sooner now, but, um, in the end I say, okay, um, did those numbers come from your financials or your taxed state, you know, your, your income tax returns? No, this is, these are our, our, our numbers. So what is it? What's the difference between that and what is actually <laughs> what you, you reported? reported. <laughs> uh, and and there's, I mean, it's have have you ever had someone offer difference. to change their financials to make it match? 
Every, I, everybody does. But no, no, no. Like I had an offer. So I, I was the business consultant and someone was wanting to buy a business and I looked at it. And I'm like, this is terrible. Don't do it. Right. So they go back and they tell the seller of the business. They're like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to do this. And the seller asked them, I said, well, what do you need? So the person calls me back up and they're like, well, what do we need? <laughs> what, what do you mean? What do you need? Like, don't do it. This is a bad deal. Don't do it. You know, yeah. and they're like, yeah, they told me that they, they could get us what we need. If we, if we need the financials to, you know, reflect a certain number, they can adjust them. <laughs> am am, am so I the classic. only one who's still on planet Earth? You know? <laughs> exactly. well, that, but that's exactly right. See, because you have to assume anytime that a business valuation is going, there's going to be a buyer and a seller. And that this uh, buyer is always going to have to use some level of financing. Mm. Okay. So as soon as you know that there's some level of financing, uh, when your tax returns are all zeros, no one's going to fund it. (laughs) No one is going to fund it. Not even grandma. (laughs) Okay. Because zeros say you're not making any money. No, there is someone who will fund it. The federal government will put a grant toward it and you'll be good. (laughs) for the record, there are no federal grants for businesses. <laughs> Better put that in there because some listener will go, able, hunt, go yeah. hunting for them. Yeah. But yeah. so that that's you know the things that uh, <laughs> we laugh about behind the scenes is is that your financial statements uh, and your tax returns, uh, if they're different, the tax return is the one that matters. Yep, that's the one that matters. If if Cash only strictly cash is involved. Someone had a windfall and they're going to pay cash. All right, maybe we can look at some other numbers and, and come to some other things. But if any financing is needed, tax returns are critical and you better make sure that you're working on them now if you have plans to sell that business in the future. You've got to show a profit and a profit that justifies the selling price. Okay. And, you know, if you do any type of quick Internet searches are going to say, yeah, you should be like a three to four ratio to your sales if that's what you should sell it for. Uh, that's all good and grand if the financials are in order. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, it's not Monopoly money we're playing with. Some people think it is. So here's another thing with business valuation. This isn't actually valuation, but it always gets factored into valuation. <laughs> The value of the owner, the previous owner staying on for the next year. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Like, unless you have, like, blackmail against this person. The arrogance of the previous owner always kills me. Well, they'll never get it right unless I stay on for six months. Well, and then the previous owner, as soon as they've got money in hand. They're gone. They're in Europe. Their interest level, (laughs) you might get an email back from them in two weeks. Like, they're not sitting in management meeting ready to advise. And honestly, if they knew how to, you know, grow this from a $5 million to a $10 million company. They would have done it. And they wouldn't sell to you. (laughs) Hey, I don't know what I'm doing anymore, but I'm going to stick around for the next year to help you out. Yeah, that one's always. Pre- previous owner is not worth. There's no valuation in previous I hope owner. I have help is not listening to this episode. Because <laughs> they'll know what we're actually really thinking now. <laughs> oh, goodness. Again, so we're going to do a real episode where we'll talk about this. If the previous owner does have some value to it, that needs to be written into the contract. Just 
don't put any cash behind that. Yeah. And and we'll talk also about if, if it is your business and you're thinking about retiring in two, three years, if you're re- thinking about retiring tomorrow, don't talk to me about business valuation. It's too late. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I'll, well, you can if your financials are in order, but I, I don't know that I've ever seen it. Yeah. I just don't, I haven't. I don't know why, but I haven't seen it. So, um, it, but we'll talk about that. How do you actually come up with a number that, when you put it on the table, people don't start laughing. Okay. There's, there's substance behind it. So, so if you're trying to sell this business to your son and it's always your son, <laughs> like daughters actually care about their parents and they don't try and screw them over in their old age, but sons, no, sons don't like <laughs> if you're trying to sell your business to your son, you'll come up with a deal He'll convince you why, like, him growing up in your house uh-huh. is is worth $200,000 of equity. Yep. <laughs> like, like, you ate my food for 15, or no, for 18 years. How how does that give you additional equity? But it, I have seen some <laughs> goofy things where when when it is, you know, dad or mom trying to sell a business to their son, the son comes up with the dumbest things and the parents always agree to it. Yeah. Yeah. We probably ought to add in there selling a family owned business to a family member because those are uh, always comical at best. And and get ready to make sure that all of your siblings now hate you. Oh yeah. Yes. (laughs) Regardless, you, you could give them a hundred thousand dollars cash and say, I'm giving you cash because you have no interest in this business. You live three states over. Yeah. You don't want to touch this business. Here's cash. Yeah, so and, and they'll here's, here's, say how you're screwing them over. Here's my advice over. to the parent that's selling their business to one of their kids. You tell the rest of your kids it's none of their damn business. <laughs> and if they don't like it, they're not getting any inheritance because it's none of their damn business. Okay, That's my advice to a parent selling it to a kid. That's you tell the rest of your kids... That's exactly what it is. Yeah. So. Whew. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if I have anything else to beat no, up we, on. But. We, we, we better. <laughs> so we'll, we'll, do, we'll do an actual episode where we'll talk about business valuations, how to calculate them, red flags. You know, when you're looking under the hood, what are you looking for? But this was just kind of our fun side conversation. Yeah. And, you know, maybe we'll even build into that one because it's also fascinating. If I have money and I want to invest in a business, um, how to run analysis to understand the opportunity costs? Because buying an existing business sometimes is not worth it. The You know, a, a years, man, this has been a, quite a few years I had an opportunity to buy a business. And uh, I'll never forget my dad's words to me, okay? Because it was an existing business, had clientele, profit coming in, Mm -hmm. okay? But it also had an extremely high price tag associated with it. Yeah. And as I counseled with my dad on it, he he told me, he goes, "Uh, you're an idiot. (laughs) And I looked at him. I was kind of shocked. And he saw the shock on my face and says, okay, why? And he goes, because you could start the business for probably a third of the cost. If you went out and bought all that equipment and the building, how much would you be into it? And I says, well, roughly off the top of my head, just knowing what the value of those pieces of equipment and building, it would be this. And he goes, that's my point. You could start the business and you'd be, because of your experience, you'd be every bit as competitive, again, in the market 
at a third of the cost. So yeah. we'll, we'll talk about opportunity costs with there because I see that all the time. People get stuck on, yeah, but they, it's an existing business. It's an existing business. But sometimes the problem when you buy an existing business, you inherit the overhead and other problems that come with it that you wouldn't bring on otherwise. And so it makes it a bad buy, just that alone. So I'm going to wrap up this side conversation with, and you already said it, but I'm going to, I'm going to put it back into some, some terminology to hopefully make some sense here. If you have an advisor... I don't care if it's your dad, your uncle, the banker, you know, your ex-girlfriend. I don't care who this advisor is. If you have an advisor, if they have not said you're an idiot in the last six months, get a better advisor. <laughs> and that doesn't apply just to business valuation. <laughs> So with that, to all of our listeners, you guys are idiots and catch us at the next episode. (laughs) Said with as much love as I can muster. And I'm not going to say that, but I am going to say if someone is not calling you to it, which means it's a reality check. That's the whole point of it. That's what we're, yeah. You need someone who's willing to say that as a reality check so you don't make a dumb decision. Right. Because there are some emotions tied into businesses that if you're not careful can run away real fast. Business, marriage. Uh, buying a house, going to college. All of it. Buying a <laughs> Taking car. A <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So everyone needs someone in your life that can, that can respectfully call you an idiot. And today we'll be those two. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Take care. <sighs>